The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Live from the land of post-nasal drip, it's The Geek Show. (laughs) Coming up on today's program, what's the latest expensive thing that you absolutely have to have? Oh, we'll tell you about it coming up and all the latest news on today's I hit the button too early. Premature show intro roll. (laughs) What? uh, I'll give you a hint about the uh, item. It's something that Mike probably has already ordered. (laughs) Oh, I like where this is going. Oh, lawyer Mike. Ah, yes. uh, Welcome, uh, Jay Whitaker, on assignment this week. Uh, He's he's on his assignment is to get some good internet in his hotel. That's his assignment. One day. One day that will happen. One day it will be possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) uh, Joining us today, though. Rebecca Frost, everybody. Aww. Hello. Lee George Cade, everyone. And Quad T to Tall Tony. Hey. Producer. Designated driver of the show and mm-hmm. Baja Blast consumer. Enthusiast. Enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get to new, there's anything you guys want to plug real quick? Yeah, okay. the hole in my swamp cooler. Oh, <laughs> uh, your mom. Oh, oh got him. Uh. Okay, well then let's begin. Uh, <laughs> so much for plugs. Anyway. Oh, oh, well, I will. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. Hi, yeah, there I'm it Carrie. Is. How are you? That's Our Carrie, Carrie Jackson. Jackson. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We're dropping the ball this okay, morning. We're going to get uh, it. That's see. the last bad I, one. I, I give up. <laughs> That's All his right. plug. Uh, Lee alerted me to this earlier in the week um, because it looked pretty cool. Uh, we got a new uh, trailer for the Haunted Mansion movie. Uh, it will be in theaters July 28th, and it, honestly, it looks like maybe they figured it out. <laughs> Wait, is this the one with, uh, oh, what's his face? You got Danny DeVito, you got Owen Wilson, you got Lakeith Sanfield, you got Rosario Dawson, you got Jamie Lee Curtis, um, you got Lito. a bunch. Isn't Jared yeah, Dan, Leto in this? Jared Leto sh- is sh- the hat yeah, box sh- ghost. Sh- sh- okay, yeah, that's sh- what sh- I, sh- that's, sh- that's. Sh- Oh, uh, what's his bucket? That's who I was referring to. Now, see, I thought the Hatbox Ghost would just show up and do a thing and then leave, but apparently he's throughout the movie. Cool. And I I thought mm. they'd have him like all the way through production, and then right before the movie came out, they just decide to shelve it and bring him out thirty years later. Yeah, something. I you know, and he doesn't need any makeup. You just you know, well, white makeup. He is just looked he like that. He <laughs> does oh, look like that. What's his face? But uh, the plot seems pretty straightforward. Group of people in a haunted house have to figure out a way to dispel the spirits trapped inside or risk becoming part of the haunting forever, as they tell you in the, in the ride, you remember. Um, lots of nods to the Disney ride all throughout. Uh, you got the like action. the title. <laughs> Just the title. Uh, <laughs> You got no, they the have the room. They got that big room. The stretching room. You got the axe-wielding bride. You got that, the hat box the ghost chair. we talked about. You got the chair. The doom buggies, as they're called. Uh, the crystal ball ghost, Madame Leota. The hitchhiking ghosts are in it. Uh, the stretching room. Uh, they're my favorite. I like the hitchhiking ghosts so much. When I was a kid, I used to just scream at them because I was so afraid of them. Beware <laughs> of hitchhiking ghosts. Yeah. I think the crystal ball ghost is the only one I remember because I've ridden this one time when I was 15. 
Mm. So that was a long... I think that's Jamie Lee Curtis in the movie. That is. Madame Leota is the name of the character. Last time I went to Disneyland, I rode the Haunted Mansion about 30 times. Yep. I went on Christmas... It's usually a good ride to go on because it 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 sends people through pretty quickly, yep. and, and it gets you, you out of, and you get to sit <laughs> and you get out of the sun for a while and it's, yep. <laughs> right. yep. but uh, it's it looks like they've got this they're walking this fine line between you know the kids will love it and we'll throw in some scares for the adults as well and just enough nods to the ride but not too you know this is for the Disney adults. Too, not too uh, slavish not, to the source not material. Too, exactly. Yes. Gotcha. Exactly. So uh, it looks like they got it figured out. So go watch that trailer, July twenty eighth, in theaters for the Haunted Mansion. In theaters. Theaters. And not competing with not competing with Barbie or Oppenheimer, because those come out the week before. Oh, oh good. Oh, good. I'm actually interested in the Barbie movie. I want to see that. Yeah, you should you know, be. I'm gonna I give. Guess. I'm gonna give old what's his face another chance with Oppenheimer. Nolan. <laughs> Oh, it is no one, isn't that it? Last one. I'm oh. seeing it prepared to decimate it. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing I, it prepared <clears throat> to make fun of the sound design. See, well, <laughs> Nolan's uh, historical style movies are usually, uh, they, he hasn't had a miss on that one. It's, it's uh, well, I guess it's only Tenet, because Tenet was a big old dookie. <laughs> other than that, I've really liked his movies. You know, I still haven't seen Tenet based don't bother. solely on Yeah, your... yeah you don't, don't, I wouldn't worry about it. Big yeah. old turd pile right there. Yeah, I wouldn't mean, worry you know, about it. Every time it comes up, and I go, Sue, you want to watch it? And she goes, no. <laughs> Good choice, Sue. Well done. Uh, another trailer that we got, though, is from um, the Rogue One guy. <laughs> Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards. It's the creator was uh, out to, uh, this week. What's this about? It looks, I'll be honest with you, to me, and again, this could be brilliant, but it looks to me like it's kind of by the numbers. Um, I think we've seen this movie before. It's another lone wolf and cub movie. Kind of, yeah. That's all anybody wants. I don't want that anymore. Uh, I had enough of that. It's Joshua, a hardened ex-Special Forces agent grieving the disappearance of his wife, who is recruited to hunt down and kill the creator the exclusive architect of advanced AI who has developed a mysterious weapon with the power to end war and mankind itself. I'm in. Because we can't just do one or the other. Uh, (laughs) Joshua and his team journey across enemy lines to AI-occupied territory to discover the world-ending weapon he's been instructed to destroy is an AI in the form of a young child. Oh. So I think we can see where that's going. Conundrum. What it do we looks, do? It looks a lot like uh, Simon Stallenhag. Oh, in... Tales from the Loop. Yeah. Oh, Love that. Yeah. So mm. the, the art design, I think, if not by him, is heavily influenced by his work. So. It does look that way. But this is uh, Gareth Edwards. Uh, he directed and wrote it. A uh, lot of people in it. Uh, Gemma Chan. You got John David Washington from Tenet. Sorry, uh, Tony. Hey, I'm not going to hold it against the <laughs> yeah, actors. He's, it wasn't yeah, their fault. He's, he's, he's great. Yeah. Uh, Ken Watanabe is there. Sturgill Simpson is there. Um, and a lot of newcomers. So, because he did, um, I believe he did a Godzilla movie too, didn't he? Did. He? he did. Um, so if there's one thing about Gareth Edwards, he is really good at showcasing scale yeah. and just Ooh. how large things can be. I so like I'm excited to see that in this movie. Go and take a look at the trailer. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting. It looks to me... I could be wrong. It's just the trailer. It looks kind of by the numbers to me, but uh, there you go. It's coming out soon? September 29th is when that happens. This is a good year for movies, you guys. It looks like it. Shape it up. 
Another, it's not a trailer, but a teaser, but another look that we got was for Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> so I didn't care about this until I saw Josh Hutchison. I like yeah. Josh oh, really? Hutchison. He's funny. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch pretty much anything. Yeah, Josh, Josh Hutcherson, and uh, the film follows the same storyline as the game. Uh, which sees the troubled security guard, played by Josh Hutcherson, uh, begin working at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, which is, you know, it's Chuck E. Cheese, let's be honest. Yeah. We, we, know, we know what they're talking about. Uh, and, of course, uh, while spending the first, his first night on the job, he realizes the night shift at Freddy's won't be so easy to make it through. Because uh, so, it's kind of a problem when the robots come to life and try to kill you. So <laughs> I say this every time. Don't make your robot stronger than a human. Problem solved. <laughs> Can't help it. There we go. Um, do, uh, if, if you're an adult and you want the, the grown-up version of this movie, you watch Willy's Wonderland starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, yes. He, he doesn't have a single line of dialogue. Not he a just, single line. No he just, way. He grunts and he just the whole kicks thing. butt the entire time. I'm watching really? that this weekend. Grunts oh, it's so kicks good. butt. Uh, yeah, the, uh, it's a 45-second teaser. Uh, looks like Matthew Lillard is in it. Um, oh, even better. Go for him. <laughs> Elizabeth Lale is uh, she's there, uh, but it, it will be on Peacock. You won't have to go to the theater to see it. It'll be on Peacock October twenty seventh. Oh, oh sweet! So just in time for Halloween for that one. All right. Ah, uh, real quick before we go any further, our fifteenth anniversary. My fault was pushed back. It's okay. Oh. It's okay. I got the, I got the cooties. Oh. So. Just a reminder that we're a few weeks away from our 15th anniversary screening of Iron Man at Bruvies in Salt Lake City. That's That will be the 10th of June. Uh, the doors are at 1130. We'll do a podcast show at noon and then start the movie around uh, 1-ish. And it's pay what you want. That's uh, that's that's the price. I can... suggest $15 for our 15th anniversary, but it's up to you. It's, we're not going to tell you how to live your we're life. Also, we're also going to have a special uh, commemorative poster, Lee George Cade work. Uh, Exclusies. We got Exclusies. See, it, it says 15 behind it there. Awesome. Now, we picked Iron Man because that was the same year that this show in podcast form appeared. Ah. Uh, it was 2008, <laughs> 15 years ago. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, coming up on the 10th. All right, uh, you're just a little early with that next slide, Lee, but go ahead and hit it. Good news, everyone. Yay. <laughs> uh, they are back, and it only took 10 years. Uh, <laughs> it only took 10 years and a ton of negotiations. Yeah, yeah. It was worth uh, it, I'm sure. Futurama is back. Uh, 20 episode. let's see, uh, returns July 24th on a weekly rollout of new uh, episodes. Season 11 will have 10 episodes. And since Hulu announced a 20-episode order, there'll be more on the way after that. But you're going to get started with 10 episodes. And uh, they're bringing back everybody. Uh, Robot Santa Claus, Zap Brannigan, Humiliating Kiff. (laughs) This is a regular Fast and Furious movie. I Mm -hmm. better see some slurm in there. I'm sure there will be. The dreaded mom. Fast and Futurama. Is coming back. And my favorite uh, character on the show, the greatest actor, Calculon. Uh, <laughs> Calculon, yes. Who is Shatner in robot form? Let's be honest. <laughs> and Zap Brannigan is Shatner in Shatner form. Zap Brannigan is my fa- <laughs> is my personal favorite character. <laughs> he is fantastic. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're getting more Futurama that will be on uh, the twenty fourth of July happening on <gasps> on your day on your Hulu's. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we got some other news. Um, we got the FXX lineup. 
So we're getting more What We Do in the Shadows, Season 5, on July 13th. Keep cashing those checks. Two episodes will drop. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, Reservation Dogs, great show, Season 3, August 2nd. That will be on Hulu, exclusively on Hulu. So it won't be on FXX anymore. Uh, And Justified City Primeval, a new Justified series. We liked that uh, show. July 18th. Old Timmy Oli's coming back. Yeah. He's going to fight dinosaurs. (laughs) July 18th with dropping two episodes at 10 p.m. on July 18th. But the other news that we did get is that it is official, official this time. They mean it when they say this is the last season of Archer. Mm -hmm. I'll believe it when I don't see it we mean it this time they said Uh, that will be uh, coming to an end Uh, Archer joins the previously announced 16th season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia if you're a fan of that Uh, also coming back but that will be uh, let's see uh, June 7th for Always Sunny is is that right? I think it's on Mm -hmm. the same night oh no August 30th it says here uh, for Archer so uh, there you go and uh, yeah they mean it this time. Oh, they it says production. It. Production's underway on the 14th season, it says. So of, maybe... Is this upcoming the 13th? Season it, who, this even knows, who even knows anymore? I there's too many. I'll tell you what, there's too many yeah. seasons of this show. There are. <laughs> I I stopped like six years ago. I did too, yeah. I might pick <laughs> it back up though, now, knowing there's an end in sight. I might yeah. pick it back up. Mm-hmm. More business of show stuff happening. Uh, oh, and this is, uh, hmm, okay. More release dates for multiple in-production TV series uh, with the writer's strike and all that happening. Disney Plus has announced some major titles to mark on your calendar. Loki's much-anticipated second season kicks off October 6th. Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye spinoff Echo will drop an, in, the entire season at once. This is, this is different for Disney. The entire yeah, season all at once. Uh. On November 29th is when they're going to drop that. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I wonder why. I don't right? know. Do you think they don't have any faith in it? I hope that's not the case. I, uh, it's a mistake, I think, even if you don't well, have yeah, faith I in th- it. Well, yeah, I think not doing a weekly release in general is a mistake. Exactly. Looking at you, the bear. It's so funny how we flip-flopped on that because when I know, isn't that when funny? <laughs> binge drops became a thing, everyone loved it. Everyone was all about it. And now it's like, no, give us weekly. <laughs> mm-hmm. We've realized we like having things to look forward to. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. And then also they've announced on June 30th, uh, which is the uh, ahead of the oh no, ahead of the June 30th release of the new Indiana Jones movie, May 31st, you can head to Disney Plus to see all the Indiana Jones, including the Adventures of Young Indiana Jones, will be available. Uh, this is a half a good show. It's half, half a, good, a good, show. good show. Wait, why is it half? Which half? <laughs> the front half. The top. The bottom half. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always. It's like a reverse. It's like a reverse mermaid. Uh, <laughs> Fish on top. I guess and some people, people might be into that. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Indiana Jones on top and a regular person on so bottom. So there, there are there are episodes of Young Indiana Jones that are phenomenal. Um, the the first season kind of suffers from uh, Anakin Skywalker syndrome from Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. where you've got a kid who's not the best actor playing Young Indy, like Young Young Indy. But there's some fun stories. The second later seasons, though, when it's like 
1920, Indiana Jones versus Al Capone, Indiana Jones versus Matahari, Indiana Jones, like really cool stuff. And they get into the historical stuff, like when he re- washes up on a beach and meets Stanislaw Malinowski and learns all about philosophy, or when he's <laughs> in the first union busting fight with the major motion picture studios during the so, silent film era. This is a show oh, for they children. Just, they insert. No. Indiana no. <laughs> Jones into historical events. Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. It's uh, Sean Patrick Flannery played yeah. young Indy. It's, it's Forrest Boondock Gump. Saint himself? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's Forrest Gump in Indiana Jones flavor. And uh, there's yeah. what? And there's one Forrest episode. Gump gets inserted into all of these things throughout oh, yeah. history. Sure. And there's Jason one Momoa episode. Jason Fast X. There's one episode where Harrison Ford shows up and plays a flute. Indy. <laughs> yeah. a flute. He does play Indiana, a flute. In, Indiana in Jones' is flute, yeah. Yeah, because the whole series was bookended, and, and they learned very early on, I think, before the second season hit, to stop doing this. You would have, like, wacky old man Indiana Jones hanging out at his daughter's house because he got kicked out of the nursing home, and he'd be like, oh, this reminds me of the time that me and Groucho Marx got caught in a harem. <laughs> okay, Grandpa, let's get you back to your room. Right, right. So, yeah, they stopped doing that, but there's one episode directed by... Steven Spielberg, which mm-hmm. opens, it has a bookend with Indiana Jones, with, you know, as with Harrison Ford, with yeah. Harrison Ford playing a flute. And, and uh, speaking of uh, Harrison Ford, uh, he got the uh, standing ovation at Cannes this week, and uh, they screened I- the new Indiana Jones movie. And it's not the crowd I think that was designed for this movie. <laughs> uh, well, I heard, I read uh, the headline that I saw was like he got like a lukewarm five minute standing ovation. <laughs> what is so? So it would have been good if it was only two minutes long. I mean, what? so like he got he got like a the the comparisons I saw were Harrison Ford receives receives like a pretty lukewarm five minute standing ovation, whereas Tom Cruise for I think either Top Gun Maverick or Mission Impossible I think Top Gun Maverick received an eight minute enthusiastic standing ovation. Wow. How was Brendan Fraser's in Zenu? Brendan Fraser received a heartwarming eight-minute nice. standing ovation. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the uh, reviews for the new indie movie again, I wouldn't pay attention to them, frankly, because I don't think this crowd was, you know, is going to respond to an Indiana Jones movie the way that the rest of us might. Yeah. It's like uh, it's it's like one of my favorite things to do is to go see a horror movie at Sundance because a lot of times people just buy Sundance tickets for whatever they can, not really <laughs> expecting a horror movie and horror movies are not their thing. They're the best crowd. They're the best crowds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the film festival crowd probably not exactly who you want to get opinions from on this movie. Uh, <laughs> I would just say, "Hey, go see it if you're an Indiana Jones fan." Yeah. And if you love it, great. If you don't hate it, I mean, if you if you do hate it, don't make that your personality for the next five years, please. Yeah. What you are you know? saying yes. about Tenet? Yes, mm-hmm. Star Wars fans. <laughs> I I personally am going to this movie not because I like Indiana Jones, but because I love Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yeah. Yes, and and I did read uh, somebody who I do trust said that she's so good in this that she should they should just t- pass the torch to they, her. That and let she her should do just it. be Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah, she's perfect. So that's there's that. Uh, you know also, how, you know how bad fandom is. You know how bad fandom is. I how bad thing, is it? Thank you, Rebecca. It's so bad that when I posted a thing saying I don't really care about your take on Star Wars, let people like what they want. I had a person say, "Yeah, but here's the twelve reasons why I don't like Star Wars." 
<laughs> Let me tell you I've why been you're wrong. Listen, I've been experiencing this with the Fast and the Furious movies the last two weeks yeah. because I've been doing, but I've been doing nothing but watching Fast and Furious movies for the last two weeks. And so many people are like, "I don't watch those. Those are stupid. Those are predictable." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't care." And yeah, so? exactly. It's it's the same. My producer loves the Fast and Furious movies, and I'm not about to crap all over her enjoyment of this. You know, let right, her have I don't it, walk around you know? telling people I don't like mint. <laughs> you don't like mint? No, I think well, it's gross. She doesn't. She doesn't. I don't. I don't like mint from a horticultural perspective because once it's in your ground, once you it's there, forever. you you yeah. got it. Forever. It's a weed. Yeah. It's a weed. Uh, a delicious weed. A delicious but, uh, weed. Yes. <laughs> Not the weed for me. <laughs> I knew there was a joke in there somewhere like that. Other <laughs> other stuff that has been uh, announced: uh, Avatar Two is going to stream on Disney Plus and HBO Max on the same day and date. Oh, good. I okay. can take potty breaks during it. <laughs> oh, maybe I can finally see how it ends. <laughs> Did you maybe start I it and can... not finish it? I, left. I left after two hours. The theater oh, you did. walked out of it. Because <laughs> I had a headache. I, was, I had a headache so bad I had to go home and puke. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Man. Okay. Well, then you mm -hmm. can finish it. Yeah. On June 7th is when... <laughs> you have to start over. You can't start where you no, left. No, absolutely not. Nope. You gotta start I do over. not care about this movie at all. <laughs> I'm now really excited for Avatar fans and my mom. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I'll watch it. You know, I'm gonna. I'll check it out. Uh, shot. Disney Plus does mention that its version will have bonus content featuring filmmakers, cast, and crew, which you know gives oh, like, it a leg up over HBO Max. So, like James Cameron already doesn't make 75-hour-long movies. Yes. Uh, oh, and just a, a programming note, and we'll talk about this later. Uh, the new Dungeons and Dragons movie is on Paramount Plus right now. You can watch it. Wow. Please, Ant please, so good. please. So good. And the new Ant-Man movie is on Disney Plus. We'll don't worry. Talking. Don't worry about. You can just skip it. Just we'll go ahead. Talking about it. that later. Go watch Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, right. yeah. Now for lawyer Mike, who I know is there, I can see him. I, I tell me that this is sold out already, Mike. The the latest comment from Mike: Rebecca hates budgeting. <laughs> <laughs> My family's in crisis. <laughs> <laughs> the Bat Cave to end all Bat Caves. Lego announced Tuesday <laughs> that the new. Uh. Batman Batcave building set inspired by Batman Returns from 1992. Oh. Uh, it is. Uh, it says here it's it's geared for the adult collectors. So you kids who might be interested, forget. Who's it. collecting adults? I know. <laughs> uh, Four thousand pieces. Uh, it's a it's a unique design format. The set builds into a shadow box, which opens up to reveal this highly detailed bat cave with display pieces. Oh and... oh oh my God, Carrie! I was just about to make a joke, and then I realized I can't make the joke because it's actually here. What? The little turntable that they do that wee, 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 when they're yes. doing the penguin speech, his memorial speech. It's right there. See it? It's right there. It's right there. <laughs> I was gonna be like, ah, that's not the Batman Returns bat. Yeah, it is. Right there. So. So it's a shadow box window in the form of the bat signal be uh, symbol because, of course, um, uh, you get your little Lego Michael Keaton Batman. You get your little Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman. Pfeiffer. You get your Penguin. You get uh, a Bruce Wayne. You get an Alfred. You get you get a Christopher Walken Lego. It's about hey. time he got his Lego. It's about it? time. Uh, my collection I'm, is uh, complete. I'm Max Shrek, and this is my boy. Chip. <laughs> Look at this watch. Up, I mean, up my 
$450 just for the Christopher Walken figure yeah. alone makes that's it. A, yeah. That's, that's a steal. steal. Legos. Now Make it sure says. Forget a zero on that. I feel like this should be $4,500. $450, yeah. That's so uh, much. It, it goes on sale June 8th, but uh, uh, Mike, Lego VIPs can get it early starting June 5th. I'm What's sure a VIP? <laughs> very, very important, important very important pu- uh, piece of Lego. Piece of Ooh, Lego. That's a better joke, I guess. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Sad, All right. weak, like it was me. bad. It's okay. Not all. Now, not I, I can admit when a joke is not good. Now on to the business of show, and uh, again, lawyer Mike, this is the argument for physical media. Uh, Disney is starting to pull content from Disney Plus and Hulu starting on May 26th. Uh, The list features largely short-lived series, specials, and direct-to-streaming movies. Uh, You know, HBO Max did this a while ago, and now Disney Plus and Hulu is doing it. It's a huge list, and I've just highlighted a few, because they're genre. Um, On Disney Plus, Willow, The Making of Willow, you know, the Willow series. Criminally underrated. Watch it, people. Well, you only have until... The twenty sixth uh, to do it. So the thing, mm. the thing that shot this show so mm. badly is that uh, some people that we will leave unmentioned decided that it was too woke for its own good, and that that wasn't that that wasn't the case. So the original show wasn't woke at all, right? So uh, they boycotted it, and they made a lot of noise about it, and no one can post anything positive about it without getting a whole tirade and army of people screaming about how stupid woke media is. And I just wanted to take a nap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another uh, show, The World According to Jeff Goldblum, which is actually quite delightful yeah. uh, on Disney+. Plus. Uh, more Disney Plus stuff, uh, Marvel's Project Hero, Marvel's M-Power, uh, Marvel's that Voices was... Rising, The Music of Wakanda Forever, mm. uh, The One and Only Ivan, Artemis Fowl, Earth to Ned, which is actually a delightful little movie, or, or TV series, I mean. What's that? Uh, it's, it's about a, uh, a space alien who hosts a talk show. But it's a but it's a Muppet, and it's voiced by Paul Rugg, who is Freakazoid. No, oh, hmm. that okay. sounds great. So Earth to Ned, check it out while you can on Hulu. Uh, the the TV series based on uh, the Sex Pistols, Pistol, is leaving, and on Hulu, Why the Last Man is being that pulled. one. I'm the most sad about that show. Was so good. It was good. It was very good. And and, and I see Kat Dennings' show got. Dollface. Dollface. Also Dollface is also extremely good. Yes, uh, a really, really good show. What, are they, run out of, are they running out of space on the servers? The, it's, they say it's a money-saving thing because they, they don't have to pay residuals. They don't have to pay streaming these? residuals, which is why the WGA is on strike right now, everybody. Exactly. You don't have yep. to pay residuals to your actors and producers. Uh, you, you're saving money on your space, I guess. I don't know. But there's the argument for physical media. You know, yep. it may be old yeah. fashioned, but at least you own it forever. But how am I supposed to get physical media of something that was specifically streaming only? Uh, they they are available on, on Blu rays. You're yeah, telling me the why The Last Man do, is available on DVD? They'll do it box sets. Be. It might be. I'm Take look. Dollface, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet dollars that Dollface is not on physical media. F- Physical media, I wasn't able to do it because I don't think, well, maybe they did, but Deadly Class, like I bought the season on yes. Amazon before it disappeared. Because, That's another yeah, show. Yeah. Sci-Fi pulled the plug on that and they're just like, oh, we're going to go bury this until everybody but Lee forgets about it. That's that's one I would encourage you to dig up if you can. Dead, Deadly so Class. Good. It's, it's so really good. good. More business of show. Mm. Um, say goodnight, Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. 
I didn't even get to say good morning. I know, right? <laughs> Less than two years this thing was open. Uh, might have been, I love that, by the way. <laughs> uh, a family of four, $6,000 per visit. Who'd have thought that it wouldn't work? A windowless theme park hotel with a mandatory 48-hour stay. Uh, I still wanted to go. I did. I still want to. And I'm, I'm actually trying to figure out a way to do it before it closes. I, I never once thought, yeah, I want to do this. And that's where you, if you that lose That is not me, true, Lee. That is not true. No, when I it was announced, to, when you I were like, to... I'm spending my 100th birthday there, or whatever, however old <laughs> no, you are. That, that and... was not the Galactic Star Cruiser. That was Star Wars Land. That was the Black Spire Fortress thing or whatever. I'm but the... willing to bet dollars okay. that we okay. have audio of you talking about being your Greedo person at this Galactic at Star, Star Cruiser. Wars Land. No, at the Star Cruiser too. I, I would encourage all of you to go to geekshowpodcastarchive.com and look for that. <laughs> and prove find a way wrong. to prove it prove was me. Wrong. 50-50 chance that he did it. <laughs> you, know, you know, it wasn't my evil twin that only Schrodinger's <laughs> Schrodinger's Greedo person. That's right. The Schrodinger's <laughs> Lee says it probably happened <laughs> or maybe it didn't. <laughs> People did and did not say that. Uh, (laughs) Statement from uh, Disney. uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, one of our most creative projects ever, has been praised by our guests and recognized for setting a new bar for innovation and immersive entertainment. Uh, This premium boutique experience gave us the opportunity to try new things on a smaller scale of 100 rooms. As we prepare for its final voyage, we will take what we've learned to create future experiences that can reach more of our guests and fans. Uh... And what's going to blow everyone's mind is on the last day that it's open, they'll close the doors, and then all of a sudden it will lift up it out lifts of the up ground, and, and it is a starship, <laughs> and it will just fly away into space. I um, bet you there's somebody on the board of directors who's just like, well, okay, let's see. $6,000 for a family of four, mandatory two-day stay. So how about this? We take it down to 10 rooms. And we charge $60,000 for a family of four and a minimum 24 hour. I think we've got a way to fix this. People people will still do it. Um, Do you think, is there any piece of you that thinks this is kind of an F you to DeSantis? We'll get to that. We will get to that. Uh, Let's see. So I found some reviews for this uh, place. Now, generally, they're high praise. For the concept, it says if you're into Star Wars and enjoy role playing, it's worth it. Uh, in addition to the lodging and food, it's a lot of food, park admission, including lightning lane access to the rides. What you're really paying for is the experience that uh, put on by the characters and crew members. But then there were some of the other reviews which I found. This was this was a, an interesting one. One hotel guest described the experience as like being in jail. <laughs> wow. Okay. You, yeah. And another who dubbed it the most expensive ripoff of my life, uh, saying that he had to spend most of the time staring at their phone in order to participate in the role-playing games. Now, Mm. I've heard that complaint before. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Mm. And it's getting that way in Star Wars land, too. Uh, You have to download, like, two or three apps for the entire experience. The hotel is surprisingly small, with few themed spaces to explore, even the garden climate simulator. It's a hundred rooms. Yeah, it's small. Yeah, it's a spaceship. Uh, the the garden climate simulator, which is supposed to help with claustrophobia, is small. I don't know why it's so tiny. There's plenty of land to work with. It doesn't feel immersive. It feels cramped. I think that you can blame the pandemic for this one. 
Yes. Mm. Because mm. that was my whole mm. thing, was I didn't want to be stuck in this place. With a bunch with of no weirdos. Win- no windows and a bunch of people <laughs> breathing their cooties on me. And bunch of weirdos? You mean fellow Star Wars enthusiasts? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yes. they're also willing to pay six thousand dollars to LARP for a weekend. Yeah, fellow I a, weirdos. I got an extra arm and a leg lying around. I'm gonna go to Star Wars hotel. I can't. I can't wait to get home and tell everybody how much I hate this. Finally, we get Lee's true voice on the show. <laughs> That's Schrodinger's Lee. Yeah, yeah, Schrodinger's Lee, right there. I hate it. Shut up, Tony. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Uh, I I am talking to some people about finding a way to go down before it closes in September. We'll we'll see. Uh, but this is the big business of show story for the week, and that was the uh, Imagineering department. It, they canceled the move to Florida. Now they've been planning this for for a while now. Uh, I've talked to people who worked at Disneyland and said, you know, they're moving everything to Florida, and I don't want to move to Florida. Was a lot of the complaints. That they were getting. But the Imagineering Division in Southern California, they were going to move to this brand new campus, which was on the way to being built at Disney World in Nona, Florida. Uh, It's all canceled now. Uh, Now, the New York Times is saying, without saying it, that it's a strike against Ron DeSantis. Uh, They're kind of sticking it to Ron DeSantis, so not, they're not bringing more jobs and construction dollars to Florida. Part of this whole thing was also going to be a big shopping complex along mm. with it. Oh, that would have been a lot of tax dollars. Would it, would it maybe yes. have anything to do with the fact that most of Florida is going to be underwater in 20 years? Too? Yeah, Florida is just a big swamp. Yeah? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be looking at Florida as a long-term business investment. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, uh, about 200 employees and families have, have made the move to Florida, uh, Disney mm. parks. Yeah. Th- these are people who are already down there. Dang. Uh, and and so Disney parks chair, uh, Josh DeMauro sent an email to these employees saying that the company will explore the possibility of moving you back. I'd like a little bit more than that, frankly. Hey, Disney. Wow. Hey, yeah. Disney. Yeah. Now you got all this money saved from taking shows off of your platform and stuff. <laughs> Can't you just move these people back? Uh, <laughs> the, move, the move was meant to cultivate Disney's relationship with Florida because it was going to be a $1 billion office complex, which would have brought 2,000 jobs to the region. And like I said, this big shopping area as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's... Uh, and I, oh, DeSantis effing up big time. I would, I would like to think that it's a dig at DeSantis. I really would. Yeah. I, you know. Well, there's no reason to think that it can't partially be that along with other two, reasons. Yeah, two you things know? can be true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right, that makes me feel better. Ah, uh, there you go. Finally this, and then we'll find out what you consumed this week. Cinnamon rolls. Tony. <laughs> Sadly. Oh, no. What? What happened now? Arnold Schwarzenegger, don't say it, is not returning to the Terminator franchise. He, oh, come on! I want to be back. He, he won't ah, be back. Ah, there Lee. it is. Uh, here is ah. here is what he said to the Hollywood Reporter. He said, "The I got the message loud and clear that the world, the world wants to move on with a different theme when it comes to the Terminator. The franchise is not done, but I'm done." Uh, a different some, theme. The world wants to move on to something that is 
hits a little less close to home because of all the AI advancements recently. <laughs> exactly. Someone has to come up with a great idea. It's dueling Arnold's here. Uh, someone has to come up with, with a great idea. The Terminator was largely responsible for my success, so I always look on it fondly. Here's, here's where he ranks the movies now. Oh, it's fondly. Right. oh he's got a ranking? He's going to rank the movies. Here we go. The first three movies were great. Huh? Number well, yeah, four. Yeah, because you were there. Yeah. yeah. Number four, Terminator Salvation. I was not in because I was busy being governor. Governator. <laughs> then five, Terminator Genesis in 2015. And six, 2019's Terminator Dark Fate. Didn't close the deal as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> we knew that ahead of time because they were just not well written. Didn't stop you from making them, though, Arnold. Oh, well, it? I mean, the, the check still cashes. I needed the paycheck. <laughs> oh, I can't do we, that impression. We've all... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We've all had lousy jobs, everybody. We all know. Sometimes Nobody we show wants up to work job. anymore, including me. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen my stupid son-in-law? I hate him. I don't have to. I, I need to spend more time with my email that goes out every day. Subscribe to Arnold's Access. <laughs> There's a cow in you know my kitchen. <laughs> you know and, then, and then I have a podcast as well. It's about 10 or 15 minutes every morning to help motivate you. And then when you add it, why don't you buy real? my new book? Yeah, it's real. When you oh. add it, buy my new book this October. It's called Be Useful. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is what my dad used to words, tell me. Words from my father. That Don't ask me about his Nazi stuff. I already went all in depth with it during my governor years. It's all out there. Just go look it up yourself. Google it. Google it. <laughs> Wait, can I say that? Oh, Bing is sponsoring this one. Bing it. Bing it. <laughs> Give me Krimbus. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> all right. Uh, what did you consume this week? Where? Who wants to start? Uh, Rebecca, I, wa you I watched start? four. Yeah, I watched four movies. Um, so strap in. Uh, the first two I watched are in the, that new business movie category. So I watched Air, starring Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Oh, yes. Um, and their the invention of the Michael Jordan shoe, the Air Jordan. Um, mm -hmm. I was a little hesitant to start this because I wasn't sure if I was ready to open my heart back up to another Ben Affleck and Matt Damon movie. Um, but it is. Why? Uh, just because I knew I would like it, you know, oh, okay. <laughs> and it was fun to see these two guys just doing what they do together, you know, like Talking. it was fun to see. It was fun to see my friends back together, you know, <laughs> oh, um, okay. and a good, pretty good movie. Uh, don't ever forget it. Uh, 1984. This movie was very much like, do you remember 1984? 1984. It's like an advertisement for 1984. It's insane. Oh, okay. I'm sitting here thinking of the, you mean the, the book. book. No, like, the year. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, book. like the year itself, okay. 1984. Uh, and then following that, I watched Blackberry starring Jay Baruchel and Glenn Howerton about the invention and the downfall of the Blackberry phone. Oh, Glenn Howerton has a bald head in this one. And he, role of a lifetime. If yes. he does not start getting on award circuits for this movie. I'm watching <laughs> this. I was excited when I saw the preview for yeah, this. Yeah, and it's surprisingly funny. Um, it, I, I learned a lot about the history of BlackBerry. Um, it does the thing where it shows the progress to success too quickly, uh, which they kind of have to do, But so I get it. But I, I gave it a three and a half out of five. I give Air a four out of five. Do they tell um, you what the name of the company is that, that makes the BlackBerry that nobody knows for a long um, time? Research in Motion. Yeah, RIM. The RIM, company yeah. was RIM, and they Ooh. produced the BlackBerry. And then eventually RIM. they had to just like change their name to BlackBerry because nobody knows what RIM is. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, Plus, it's it's well, a really yeah. interesting well, movie. Yeah. <laughs> I th- yeah. I thought it was so interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, just really good. And then uh, I went to go see an action movie called Sisu. Sisu. I want to see that so bad. Essentially, John Wick, but with Nazis. And an and old they don't guy. Don't kill his dog. No, the dog's okay. I looked. I had yeah. to look it up beforehand. The dog oh, is. The dog is me fine. Too. Um, but uh, John, the most fun you can have killing Nazis is what one of the reviews says. Well, and that's always fun though. Yeah. He literally an hour and a half all the way through a Nazi's head. Like guys, like, I'm gonna tell you one of the most metal scenes out of this movie is um, he's hiding underwater and the head Nazi is like, go get, go get him. Because there's a bag of gold. And (laughs) so the Nazi gets underwater. The guy grabs him, slits his throat open and uses the air in the guy's lungs to stay underwater. Get out of town. This movie is sick as hell. The row in front of me kept saying, (laughs) Jesus Christ, like every five minutes. It is extremely gory. Extremely action-packed. This movie has everything. I give it a five out of five. Absolutely love it. If you love wow. gory action movies, how, how do you spell that? Sisu. How do you? S i s u. Isn't it like the? Okay. Isn't it like the Finnish or the Danish philosophy of just? It's the. It's the Finnish. It's the Finnish word. Essentially, yeah. It's the Finnish word that doesn't it can't doesn't really translate to English, but essentially that white knuckle determination to, to keep going. At all costs, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, and this that, like, guy. I refuses to, to die, <laughs> and who could movie, bl- it would be Kapla. You know, uh, oh, okay, yeah. all right, mm-hmm. I got you now. And then um, I'm so sorry that you guys have to listen to me talk about Fast Ten for the next ten minutes. Ten minutes? Uh, <laughs> yeah. One minute uh, so for every movie. The te- the te- the technically eleventh Fast and the Furious movie in the se- in the saga Fast Ten. This movie's got everybody. Uh, uh, the the gang's all there except Brian. He's home watching the kids. Again. Um, again. But uh, listen, this movie knows what's up. This movie <laughs> knows it's not very good. This movie... Uh, <laughs> well, okay, I take it back. I don't know that the movie knows it's not very good, but the movie is self-aware enough to give you a literal recap of what happened during the first, like, however many movies, right? Um, Jason Momoa is the big bad in this one, and he is the Fast and the Furious' franchise's Joker. He is, his jaw must be so tired from chewing all of the scenery. He (laughs) is having the time of his life. Um, Vin Diesel, I'm convinced, has never been in a room with more than one person because all of his scenes are him and one person or him by himself. Well, nobody wants to work with <laughs> nobody him. Nobody wants to <laughs> hang around. Yep. I, um, yeah, just, you know what? It's a Fast and Furious movie. If you know what the deal is, you're going to have a blast. I could f- barely contain my hoots and my hollers. Now, now, someone pointed out to me, this is how old this franchise is. One of the first movies... They were stealing DVD players. That the is the very first, first movie. movie. They are yeah. stealing TV, DVD <laughs> combos, and VHS players. That's where the money was at nice. then. Yeah, That's and uh, Jason Momoa has a bone to pick with Vin Diesel, so he's uh, going all out. Everyone's back. John Cena, Charlize <laughs> Theron, Brie Larson makes her first appearance. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I listen. Does it have Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, not yet. <laughs> I, this movie's I, crap. 
the physical and visceral reactions that this movie elicited from me. Um, I I was hooting. I was hollering. At one point, I said, no, like out loud. Um, I, at one point, I said, now this is pod racing. Um, oh, no. Yeah, this, uh, this movie's got everything. I, I gave it a five out of five. I give this movie a five out of five, and I don't care what you think. If I was a film professor, this movie would get a D. It is one of the worst movies. Uh, but you had fun, and that's I all. It. But I had a blast. Uh, yeah, it is a. It it takes a book that's like let's make a movie, and then it, it's like a Mad Lib, and it is number by the numbers, very tropey, very. <laughs> Like I could write this in my sleep, but here we are, and we're having a blast. That's and then a uh, blank shows up. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The question actually, I need to, I need to ask that myself. Does the Rock show up? <laughs> I don't want to give any spoilers, oh, no you spoilers. guys. No spoilers. No spoilers. No, because I know they don't like each other. Because well, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is Fast Ten Part One. This yeah. is the franchise's Infinity War. You okay, guys. Okay, so you don't need oh, to answer so, that. So there's a cliffhanger. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, literally, they hang a whole bunch of cliffs, uh, a whole bunch of cars off a cliff, and then the cars Again. are all like, climbing over it's each other. It's not a cliff. Yeah. No, that's Hobbs and Shaw. This one, it's yeah. a dam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Is that everything? That, wow. Yep, that's everything. Okay, who's that's next? exciting. I'll go right. next. Yeah, Tony should go. I finished Recursion. I talked about that last week, a book on the uh, on the old Audibles. I finished it. Mm, 10 out of 10. Just a great great read or listen in oh, my good so i highly recommend that it's by uh blake crouch thanks mike for that recommendation spot on mm-hmm. uh let's see i also watched uh, a movie this week and it might be one of my new favorite movies i need to watch it again just to be sure but i super loved it it's called Three thousand years of longing by George. Yeah, Miller. with with Idris Elba holy, and Tilda. Holy moly! So it was just great. I watched a couple old ladies buy tickets to watch that movie in in a coastal town in Oregon, and I was just thinking to myself, these two ladies are either going to have an awakening, or they're going to hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what did they decide? What could you tell? Yeah, did you ask I don't. Them? I I was walking down the street. I was I was going to get some taffy. Oh, gotcha! Yeah, the old ta- the old taffy walk from the oceans. Lee loves him some taffy. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, five out of five for three thousand years of longing. It is. It smacks to me of of Big Fish, and I it's loved so Big Fish. Big Fish is a. Fin- it's my favorite Great Tim movie. Burton movie, mm-hmm. and I felt that same vibe with three thousand years of longing. Just just fantastic. Can't recommend it enough. All right. Uh, let's see. TV shows. Oh, catch it up. Caught up on Barry. Oh, have you guys been watching Barry this season? I'm caught up. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Barry is next level. (laughs) It's just like, yeah. Watch Barry if you haven't been watching Barry. And of course, uh, on the other end of that spectrum, Ted Lasso. Hmm. Just Mm -hmm. dang. These episodes are getting so long, but that's okay. I love it though. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Oh, Danny Rojas was so good. Oh, and yeah. last last thing, catch up on Succession if you haven't caught up on Succession. Holy, yeah. wow! Horrible, horrible people. No one to root for. Not mm-hmm. a person in this in this whole cast to root for. Not I on, one. I only root for one person because he's just too stupid to not root for him, and that's cousin Greg. I root for Greg. cousin Greg. He's an nope. idiot, and He's you know it. what? I hope best, he comes out on top somehow. Best line He's terrible. Six, best line from Succession ever. You can't make a Tomlet without breaking a few Gregs. 
Cousin Greg. Oh, man, I can't get enough of him. I mean, uh, even when I think that Tom is having a redemption arc, then he'll yeah. turn around and do something terrible. No. And I'm yep. like, no, yeah. no, yep. you're all no. awful, each they're and every terrible. one of you. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. They're, they're the worst in the world. The worst people. Uh, worst Lee. Soul. All right, so uh, anyway, this week I stopped working two full-time jobs on Wednesday, and, so I, and I thought I was going to sleep all day on Thursday, but then we got a puppy, and her name's Maisie, and she has, uh, what do you call? And that's oh, yeah. what he consumed. Insane oh, no, puppy no. energy. Insane puppy oh, energy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, that's a puppy. But she's but so, so cute, and she's so funny. Like, today well, I found first... out that... First thing I noticed about her when you sh- when you put some pictures up, yeah, uh, with huge noggin. I just you know, look <laughs> at the size of that cranium. <laughs> got to grow into it. It's gonna yeah. be adorable. Yeah, yeah she uh, anyway. yeah, uh, she's got the hot dog puppy breath, and her tummy's still made of rubber. So she's she- <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm watching more Star Trek Discovery, uh, and again, my thesis that I will go to the grave with is it's just too weird for regular people. So um, that's just mm-hmm. how it goes. What season watch- are you in now? I'm I'm on the most recent season. Okay, yeah, so, yep. Yeah, and it's just like, I really love it. And I, I love that I Starfleet's ideals are, that's catnip to me. So mm-hmm. uh, Starfleet, Starfleet, Starfleet. Exactly right. So anyway, I watched some videos on how to support a rose trellis because uh, a co-worker at my new job and I, we built a 15 by 15 rose trellis out of cedar yesterday. Inches and, or feet? Feet. Hmm. And a lot of roses. We, we did it old school. Like this thing is handcrafted, and it looks pretty good. Yeah, it was 15 um, inches. It was for their action figures. Yeah, I knew. that's <laughs> what I was It was for it was, it was for my uh, my new Andor action figures. Um, I watched episode nine and ten of Andor as I slowly irritate Rebecca by taking my long ass time and watching this. Series. It's fine. <laughs> She's totally okay with it. As long as you're it's, doing it, that's all I care about. It's so good. It yeah. is. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It was, I'm just savoring it like a fine Chianti. Mm-hmm. Um, Yellow Jackets. I don't know oh, where the hell they're going. I, I don't know how the hell up. they're going to get there. So I just, uh, what? It's how? wonderful. You just it buckle is. in and let it wash yeah. over you. Yeah. So uh, my, my kid refers to Yellow Jackets and Succession as bowling for Emmys is basically uh. it. Like every episode, they're just like, okay, who's up to bowl for Emmys this week? So Your turn. Uh, great show. Uh, it is Star Citizen's Invictus Fleet Week. So if you want to watch it. I love that game. I can't stop playing it. He lives there, Rebecca. He lives there. I thought that he No, he lives there. I just stopped encouraging other people to go because it's Mm. broken. People off my land. I will go to Broken Space show space game anytime because it's just <laughs> I, it's a happy place. Ted Lasso, uh, also kind of bowling for Emmys, I think, in a lot of ways. So uh, mm-hmm. I like the emotion that it has in there, and I like that men can be comfortable with their feelings on that show. And I also like that uh, when Colin uh, accidentally came out, that everybody not only was cool about it, but they were amazing about it. And that mm-hmm. the guy that I thought was going to be a bigot wasn't actually being a bigot he was just upset that colin didn't trust him enough and i thought that was really sweet so mm-hmm. that's good stuff uh and then uh i watched uh star wars episode one phantom menace and i gotta say this uh yeah the acting's horrific but how the <laughs> hell did the special effects from 20 some odd years ago hold up that freaking well yeah you want to know something funny i watched attack of the clones yesterday so my nana has been in town and she loves a good pew pew shoot em up movie so that's nice. why I've been watching a lot of fast movies. Oh, okay. um, but I put on Attack of the Clones because I wanted to. Or not Attack of the Clones, um, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. And um, my when I tell you, my mom and I spent 10 minutes trying to explain to her that Hayden Christensen is now Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, that's well, wait, is, that's Anakin? That's all burned up? And we're like, yeah. She's like, 
okay, but wait. So, but there's Vader now there too. And we're like, yeah. And, she, and then just she's a like, helmet, grandma. <laughs> and she's like, well, wait, wasn't he with her? And she just gave birth to Luke. And I'm like, yeah. Yes. Do you see now why it's like so heartbreaking? And got on my put, got on my pedestal for like ten minutes about why it's absolutely reasonable for Padme to die of a broken heart. Like it just makes sense. She lost everything in a day. Okay, the, it is the, perfectly reasonable. There are two key words to understanding Star Wars that people forget all the time, and the first one is fairy, and the second one is tale. They're fairy tales. People can die of broken <laughs> oh. hearts. My dad was halfway through um, the second one, Attack of the Clones, when he looked at me in the theater. I'm not kidding. I don't know what this man was doing. The multiple times he saw Phantom Menace on VHS with the kid, whatever. He looks at me and goes, oh, wait, that's Obi-Wan? <laughs> <laughs> wait a They've minute. They've only been calling him that the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna let this slide. You've been through some stuff in your lifetime, but yes. <laughs> well, so, and yes. I, was, so I was also wearing a, a shirt that has both Hayden Christensen and Obi-Wan on it, and my Nana goes... So this is Anakin. What happens to him? And I'm like, he becomes Vader, Nana. And she's like, I, I saw the light bulb. And she's like, oh, oh. Like, it was so funny, like, <laughs> watching her piece everything together. I'm like, yes, now. Oh. Do you see now? It is very sad. It is very sad what has happened. Don't you get it? It's sad. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You should have just kept that. showing her Darth Vader on repeat going, no. <laughs> no. No! <laughs> Wait, I got something. No! She was alive! I, I, I felt it! Here we go, Tony. This is just for you. Let me let me get this for you. This he's got to hook, hook up the board real quick. Here we go. This is the end. No! <laughs> Which, uh, side note... Uh, when I watched Conan the Barbarian last week, James Earl Jones is the only one who knew what he was doing on that set as far as acting goes. <laughs> I Honestly, I was watching um, Revenge of the Sith as if it was a high school play, and that makes it kind of a lot better. Okay. Because oh. it brings your Revenge standards down either. that far? Yeah, or? just pretend you're watching a high school play. <laughs> a okay. very expensive Very. <laughs> Beverly Hills High School. I... Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> A school production of anything with that budget. Okay, kids, here's the thing. This year, uh, we're going to be doing uh, The Seagull by Chekhov, and uh, we're going to have a $200 million budget. So get ready. Get in there. Uh, is that everything, Lee? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, real quick. Star Wars Visions is on your Disney+. Plus. That, f that first episode is really good, and I want more of that character. I don't know who she is. But she's awesome, and I want more she of her. Was. And the little felt kid for the last episode was mm. so good. And yeah. uh, oh, and I saw the Ardman animation uh, episode as well, which is Jeez, also Grogu. Don't exactly. Forget, <laughs> don't forget to get your Wedge Antilles merchandise on your way out. Exactly. <laughs> yes, please. I'll take one. Uh, okay. Uh, I watched the Dungeons and Dragons movie because it's on and Paramount Plus. It's perfect. Think? Yes. It's flawless. It's it's a nice, fun little you know. Uh, event. I don't, I don't like uh, these words you're using. These are not like what these I are wanted. not like. It's. I mean, Chris Pine is of course wonderful. He always is. The whole cast is great. Uh, everyone in this movie is good, and and it's a fun story. Yep. 
if but, you like, but, if you, but I mean, I won't, but I, coming. I won't remember it, but, <laughs> but it was, I only watch it every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you'll have a better, a better job at remembering it then. Uh, <laughs> I, it was fine. Uh, no, it, it does was, its job very well. Yes. Mm. Yes. It, it was a success. It, it did yeah. what it set out to do and was successful. I liked how snarky and smart it was. <laughs> what uh, do you rate this movie? Yeah, success. what's your rating? <laughs> a four out of five. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't match the lead up talk, but I'll yeah. take it. I'm sorry. <laughs> that sounds like 3.5 talk. I mean, you gotta remember, this is not a fantasy guy you're talking to. So no, I'm not a, yeah. High yeah. praise. Fair. That's true. That's for true. fantasy yeah. stuff. Yes, thank you, Lee. This is, That's I'm true. not a fantasy person, but for me, this is high praise for fantasy stuff. Yeah. This is, right. I okay. would put it top the list. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, finally saw the Ant-Man movie, Quantumania. Uh, Watch he praises it. Watch he gives it like five stars. Don't do it. I loved the first two Ant Man movies. Yeah, I yeah do, who, they're who, some who, of my favorite, and and Ant Man is one of my favorite Avengers. He's top five easily, uh, and Paul Rudd is is wonderful in this. Yes, I think that the problem was this movie doesn't have a soul necessarily. Mm, um, that's a good way to put it. I think you know how with a Marvel villain, usually you understand them. Mm-hmm. And they have some points, you know. Kang in this? No. Uh, he's just, I'm here to be bad. I'm well, a bad guy. Look out. I'm a bad guy. Um, maybe I haven't read enough Kang comic books, but I feel like that's kind of how he is in the comics, too. He's just like, I'm uh, going to take over the universe. No, I mean, he's given in some motivation. 60s. Does he have some motivation in the comics? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. And they didn't... He's, he's at war with himself. That's literally Kang, is that Kang... Goes back in time, recruits himself as a teenager, trains him to be Kang so that he doesn't become Kang, and then Kang decides to become Kang so that he can kill Kang. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't. Kang's yeah. all the way down. There's not enough yeah. Kangs to to do that yet in the MCU. Exactly. Kang, yeah. Kang in, in Kang, the comics, Kang, a great Kang, villain, Kang, 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 and the same with the God Killer from Thor: Love and Thunder, great yeah. villain. But we they, didn't get enough time with these characters to understand them. Yep. In the comic like, book, the the God Killer, you understand him. Uh, I feel like know. so much of this phase of Marvel movies has been made by committee, and I mm. feel like like there's no strong central point making the movie. It's 30 people saying I want this and all 30 of them get it in there mm-hmm. and it, it's just kind of felt that way with a lot of them and I'm not saying I don't like them I, I would have cherished every one of them 20 years ago but we've had we've seen how the template's supposed to work well right? I mean they've they've had in this phase they've had some hits as well I mean Shang-Chi sure. was great uh, yeah. and and the TV stuff is I mean God Moon Knights uh, you know, I can't, all... I can't, this is why I kind of think Marvel should just move into TV stuff Mm-hmm. Um, the Film Theory YouTube channel, they did a really great video about what Ant-Man and Quantumania sh- was probably supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes, the plot makes a lot of sense. It it seems like there was, there was a fully formed plot somewhere in here. But yeah. because of like the pandemic and just like a bunch of other stuff, things had to be picked out and kind of forced back together and it didn't I mean, really work. Everybody in the movie is great. Jonathan Majors is great. Paul Rudd and Michelle Pfeiffer. I mean, she God, she, this, yeah. this is her movie and she's uh, wonderful. Has she never not been hot? Uh, I mean, just an, an amazing, uh, just kicking ass all over the place. And and I I love all the stuff in it. It just, it just kind of left me... 
This is, this is also this is a movie that could have easily been solved with just like a quick conversation, hey, right? Wait a like <laughs> oh, like if they just, just all just leave? had like okay. a super quick conversation instead of I can't talk about it now. Like yeah. exactly, we have nothing but time. We're in the quantum realm. Like you yeah. can just tell me. Please, Michelle Pfeiffer should have said, uh, "Quantum realm was bad. Uh, here's why." And it would have been over a dinner table, yeah. you know. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, have some spaghetti. Let me tell you about why the quantum realm is bad. Uh, they, <laughs> they did that in the Black Widow movie perfectly. They got the yeah. whole group together and they had dinner and explained the back plot, and it That's was perfect. true. Yep. That, and Black Widow was a great movie. Anyway, yep. so there, there was that. I still, I still love Ant Man, and he'll still be in my top five Avengers. But uh, and also another, you watch this movie and you go, never underestimate Ant Man. Don't make fun of Ant Man. He will kick your ass. Anyway. Oh, yeah, you tell him, Carrie. The <laughs> and the ants do. Well, I'm giving away. <laughs> I've said too much already. Deus ex antino. But uh, now, now, I, right now I just got to get the cooties out of out of my body, and I, I'll go see Guardians 3, and and I'll tell you about that as soon as I can. Uh, let's see. Uh, games, Tony, before we yeah. get out. Things are finally starting to uh, come alive again after Breath of the Wild, or I mean, uh, Tears, Tears of, of the, the Kingdom. Kingdom sucked all the oxygen out of the room. So this week we're getting um, a new Warhammer 40,000 game that looks pretty good. Oh. Warhammer 40,000. 40, Who calls it that? It's That's how it's Isn't written. it 40K? Yeah, it's one way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Warhammer 40,000K uh, Bolt Gun <laughs> is coming out this week. Bolt and, Gun? Yeah, Bolt Gun. And it's That's... a really cool-looking kind of retro shooter. They've Those are called boomer shooters these days because you shoot things and they go boom oh, in these okay. games. I, like I just thought it was something really bad about... Yeah, me too, Lee, me too. But... I did too until I had to look it up uh, a while back. <laughs> So we hunt 75-year-olds. I just don't <laughs> think that's a good idea. <laughs> so that one's looking pretty good. Um, it's got kind of a retro-style graphic design to it, and uh, looks like it's fast-paced and fun. We got something called Hello, Good Boy on PC and Switch. Another one called Dino Punk on PC. Uh, let's see, Daydream, Forgotten Sorrow, coming out on the 24th. And uh, Evil Wizard. Coming out on the twenty fifth. The only kind. Yeah, yeah. They're not. They're not, they're not <laughs> nice ever. Doctor except Strange. For, except for Radagast Evil the Wizard. Brown. Radagast <laughs> the Brown seemed like a pretty nice guy. Yeah, a little close with those rabbits. If you ask me. It's a little bumbling, but you know, yeah. and they covered in poop all the time. But he's all right. So hygienically evil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, last but not least. Uh, wait for reviews on this one. For the love of Crom, please wait for reviews on this one. Lord of the Rings Gollum comes out this yeah. week. Yeah. I'm gonna play as Gollum. And I'm 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 here not to crap on your parade, but I don't think it's gonna be good. <laughs> I live in caves. The movie is mo or the game is mostly in caves. That is the Re best Smeagol impression I've ever heard. Replace it. Replace it forever. <laughs> yeah. Watch the reviews. All the preview stuff yeah. I've seen for it make it look like it's not. I watched the trailer and it yeah it looks like it looks like Gollum Dookie. So watch <laughs> out. Just watch the reviews. You know, don't don't spend your money on anything like that before you see It'll if it's be really on good. Deep discount on the winter steam sale. That's what I'm afraid <laughs> of. So if you anyway. must play it, precious. That was a PSA <laughs> for Lord of the Rings Gollum. Yeah, the chat room wants to know: Do you eat fish raw in the in the game? Is you have to eat it raw. Oh, 
Uh, Why would you he cook wants it? Sushi. So good to eat. Salmon roll. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna end this episode, but there's another episode coming only if you're a Patreon member. Yep. We're gonna continue this show. It's we're gonna we're, right now we're calling it the after party until some better title comes along. Um, but this is just for our Patreon members. We're going to take a break here for a few minutes, and then we're gonna start up a another part of the show after these. Uh, so geekshowgotthiscovered.com is our link to our Patreon if you want to continue. And if you're already a Patreon member, our Patreon page and our Discord page actually has details on how to join the room. We awesome. sent them yeah. in, yeah. Invites have been sent out. So yeah. we'll, we'll have that for you coming up. Uh, are we good? I think we're good. Live long and prosper, bitches. For the Bye. culture. <laughs> for the Live culture. my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> no! <laughs> Process. <laughs>